got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Pray for death. Yes. Oh, we're back. Hello, guests. It's my Marv Albert impression, I guess. Legendary. Pervert broadcaster. Marv Albert. Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? It's low-level rage. Yes, yes. My mind's kind of hummy. Is it? Okay. How hummy is hummy? Like, super hummy? Hummier than normal, but not okay. unlistenable. I maybe am just going to not care about that right now. Are we are we loud enough? How are, how are the levels? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to mention it, because otherwise then I don't, I don't want to get... You don't want to get I what? I don't want to be responsible later. Were you going to say you don't want to get yelled at? Because I wasn't going to yell at you. I know. It. That's why I didn't say it. I don't yell. I don't. Where, where have I ever yelled at you about I that? I didn't say it. Because you were totally going to say it. You were totally going to say but it. But I didn't. <laughs> don't make me regret Hey, guys. It. That was a little bit of low-level rage right there for you. Huh? Right? Huh? From you. From me. Getting mad at me for something <sighs> I didn't even say. I was fake mad, though. There's a lot of layers to this right now. It's, it's, it's a real uh, thrill onion. And then now I want to cry. <laughs> Welcome. It's Friday night. What did we hear? Uh, Friday night. Fun Friday. Fun Friday for Radio Fun. What is that? I don't like that. What is... uh, we heard the show's theme song, Totally Wired. By the Fall. That's from their excellent long player. Grotesque. After the Gram. I always feel silly announcing it because we play it every week. But maybe someone's listening for the first time. They don't know what the song is. I should probably tell them what it is so they can go seek it out and listen to the maybe the best band ever. That's for you, guests. Right? You're welcome, guests. And welcome, guests. We have a few guests in the chat um, people who have not logged into Mixler, uh, which is it's great. However, you want to listen to the program, we encourage it. You can listen to our podcasts. You can uh, sign in and chat with your buddies uh, or your enemies. Or your enemies. We we, we encourage uh, people who are fans of Low Level Rage to form uh, antagonistic relationships with each other. And fight. You want fighting fans? Uh, if there could be like, well, uh, the program isn't called "Peace and Love, Brother." Right, exactly. There's a lot of thumping going around downstairs. I don't like it. Here's the thing. How are you hearing that? I can't hear that. I can totally hear it. Uh, let me finish uh, back announcing the music first. Uh, before that, Elvis Costello and the Attractions. With Man Out of Time, and that's from his 
Uh, I forget the year. I want to say like 1983, maybe. I don't know. It's from Imperial Bedroom. It's a good album. There's some. There's some kind of. There's some not so good songs in that album. I would say it's like two thirds really great, and then one third of it you could kind of throw out. It's a little bit uh, overstuffed. It's like a turducken. Um, starting us off, unrest. Uh, on, on Teen Beat, I think was the label back in the day. And that was Invoking the Godhead from their uh, really, I would say, I'm going to say great album. Custom Carnal Blaxploitation. Uh, which is also kind of overstuffed, but in a good way. It's all over the place. You got like uh, a bit of this, a bit of that. There's some loud songs. There's some soft songs. There's a, a great song called Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It, which is a reference to the classic film Heathers, the film we all know and love when you're 17. Does the title have an exclamation point in it? Let me take a look. Let's go look at my iTunes library. Do, 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 do. Oh, don't you? Every time I click on iTunes and the, the, the genius does something, oh, iTunes, you made me click something I didn't want to click because of the dumb genius thing. Updating. What is the... Wait. Drink. <sighs> yeah, drink. Yeah, if, you, if you're playing the low-level rage drinking game, there's a technical problem. Take a sip of beer. I'm going to sulk. Stupid. Does anybody use genius for anything? Has that ever been used by a single person? Doubtful. It's so stupid. There you go. It's the end of the, the end of the bed music. I'm just gonna quit. I quit. It's over. It's been real. Yeah. Can I look up? What? What's the? I want to see the track listing here, guys. I don't want to see this dumb nonsense. All right. How is the song? Oh, no, it's just called Teenage Suicide. I'm sorry. I, I, I got it wrong. It's just, it's just Teenage Suicide. That's way less of a good song title. Yeah. It does contain the, the line, don't do it. It goes like, Teenage Suicide, don't do it. Good song. Yep, that's all the music. Here we are. Welcome to the... Are we going to call this, like, the ethics show? The etiquette show? What do you think? I don't know yet. Uh, I think how not... You can call it whatever you want. I I think I phrased it on on the Twitter as how not to be a jerk. Which is, you know, maybe it's not... This is like a slight reprise of unarchived early episode, Whoops, You're a Creep. Oh, yeah, we did do that, didn't we? But it'll be better. That was a technical nightmare. That was the episode where we tried to play songs and talk about them at the same time. And it did not go well at all. It was problematic and unlistenable. <laughs> we will probably never release that in any form. It is lost to time. But yeah, so... Um, Wait, hang on a second. Sure. What's up?
Is, are you, are you check, I think I think Lauren is checking levels. 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 Our bed music sounds oh. insane now. Does it? It was fine. Ugh. It's all messed up. It's what? It's messed up, you said? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try something real quick. Let's see if we can fix this. All right, check it. This this counts Correct. as an, another. Did I fix it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Nixler. That's like uh, Nixler threw a punch at me, and I, I, I. Would that be like I dodged the punch, or did I just take it real well? Do you think? Like and then you countered? It threw me like, yeah, it threw me like a right hook. That's the one you like, right? The right hook. Little, little. I mean, I don't love it. Yeah. That's like a count. What would you counter a right hook with? I don't know. I don't know about fighting. Probably you'd fall down. Oh, okay. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. What kind of fight are we talking about? Uh, like a, like a boxing match. I don't know, man. I mean, you like I see you counter with like a with like a. You try to not get hit first. Yeah, this metaphor is falling apart rapidly. I'm just gonna scuttle it. Yeah, we'll, I'll scuttle this metaphor. Yeah, so um, this kind of was inspired by a few days ago. I went to a coffee shop I go to regularly, uh, which will remain nameless because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too specific. For no particular reason, but yeah, so like, there's a guy who works there. He's very nice, a, bar a barista uh, who's very friendly. And like, I normally I, uh, chatting with baristas is always like kind of a it's a gamble because it's like usually both of you just want this to be as an efficient of an experience as possible, right? Like, he just asks for your coffee, they make it, and then you pick it up and leave, and maybe say like. Well, thank you. Have a good day, right? Like, just, just. Yeah, I don't have this problem because I don't small talk, right? But he he engaged with me because I come in there regularly, and I was like, okay, we'll chat, and it's cool. We we're talking about like he's like, you got any big plans for the day? And I'm like, well, I'm going to go home and do laundry, and then I'm going to go grocery shopping. And then I felt sad that I didn't have anything more exciting planned. Um, but point being, uh, we, we chatted, and then I forgot to tip him because we were chatting. Because I was sort of like thrown, I was thrown off my game by all the small talk. Which is not to blame him. It's my fault. I was the one who forgot. And then, like, I spent the next like twenty minutes fretting about this. Like, should I go back and give him a tip now? Because that would be kind of like a look at me thing, right? Like, he doesn't care about That's crazy. the dollar that much, right? No, but I, it, like, it seemed like the right thing to do for No, I mean, doing that would be a crazy thing. Right, it's a crazy... Like, I forgot to tip here. It, it's, not, it's not that crazy, is it? Is it more... I can't imagine a scenario in which any person ever would do that. Unless it was, like, a significant amount of money. Like, a, like In think, which case, you wouldn't forget. Right, right. Like, th think how complicated that would be in the sense of, like, you go in and then walk up to the counter, and then you have to be like... I was here before, and I, I bought a coffee, and I didn't tip, so I'm tipping now. Here's here's a dollar. G goodbye. Like, you, it would just be... I, would, I know I would feel obligated to explain my behavior. <laughs> that would just make it weirder. No, I don't I don't want anything. I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you a dollar that I didn't give before. Here it is. 
by now like that's they don't need the dollar that bad but then you know I, I like I went through in my head and was like what are the different responses that's one go go back and immediately tip because then you you know he'll still be working so at least he'll get the money the dollar that I owe him uh, or I go back and buy something else and tip extra which would make it a little bit less weird or you could do the thing I'm, I'm actually going to do, which is wait until I am served by him again and then give him an extra dollar. The totally normal solution. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like the immediate thing that occurs to you, right? Like, because the problem with that is that maybe, maybe, maybe he'll get fired in the meantime. This is not something that I have ever overthought in my <laughs> life. Um, Or maybe, maybe it'll be like, maybe it'll be, like weeks before I see him again, and then I'll forget. Right? What if I? What if I? He, I get a coffee. Given how much you have worried and talked about this, I sincerely doubt that. That's <laughs> true. Next time I see the guy, I'll probably tip him. But so yeah, the point being, like, it's not immediately clear what what the thing to do in that situation is, even though it's like something where the stakes are real low. Like it, it, it's literally a dollar. This was a dollar that I forgot to give him. That probably will be split eight ways anyway so it's something more like 12 cents or something I guess it'd be 12 and a half cents but it, it you know I find it, those situations interesting because it's not always clear what to do and like I feel like I sometimes expend extra energy figuring it out when it's really not that hard like the other example being uh, I was fighting with a friend of a friend about uh, tipping at restaurants because he had a, a waiter that he thought was rude, and so he gave him ten percent instead of you know fifteen percent is like the standard. Most people, I think, who are aware of how bad the pay is for wait wait staff do like twenty. But he, he thought like because the guy was a little bit was like not as as uh, accommodating as he might have been that like just take away money from him basically and I'm like that made me it made, made me furious and I'm like it, it seems like this should be like a pretty just like we should all know what to do in those situations like we should all know that like yeah okay technically you're tipping for the service but you're you're really just paying them you're, you're paying them the money that they are not being paid by their employers so like I feel like uh I find I find those situations interesting. It's like it's a place where it's like they're low stakes. It's very easy. Like let's say you you tip someone less than they than they may maybe deserve. It's not like there's going to be any consequences for you. Like you're, you're probably never going to get, you know, spit in your food or whatever. And if you, if you did, you probably wouldn't know. So you know, doesn't matter. But you'll be a bad person. Yeah. But it's like a mark of a of a of a, a good person to I think sort of fret about things like that and overthink. I them. don't know if fret is the word I would use. Maybe not fret, but like I it, don't think it's probably healthy to like to give them get con- super well, worked up about it. To give them consideration, I think at you least. should think about yeah. it. But those are different things. Right. Maybe fret is the wrong word. I fret about them, but I also have profound anxiety problems. So. Um, don't do what I do, guys, basically, is what I'm saying. 
I'd like to thank uh, our guests for sticking around through that incredibly boring coffee shop story. You did it. You win the stamina prize. They would pr- just turn down the volume. The They're reward. all sleeping. But yeah, so basically, if you're in the chat, uh, feel free to give us like situations that are have like interesting ethical implications that maybe are like kind of small and low stakes, like things that don't really matter that much, but that or just like I don't know some social situation that is worrying to you. To right. put it more simply, yeah, because I think it's interesting. I think these things are interesting, and like it's it's a, intelligent people can disagree, right? Like, I was so close to just going back and putting a dollar in the, the tip jar. Very close, until I realized that that would look crazy and I didn't do it. But I'm still not convinced that that would have been the wrong thing to do. It just would have been weird. I just think it would have weirded everyone out. Yeah, probably. And that actually is worse to me. Than you waiting and giving them a dollar later. Like it would offset whatever benefit there is from giving them the dollar. Because weirding people out in their place of employment is like far, far worse than like giving them a dollar. Which is a good, this brings up another, uh, another useful topic. Um, like I, I, I work retail currently. Uh, Lauren, you had a retail job up until what, like this summer right mm-hmm. um and i feel like that is the place where partly because i'm i'm in that world like a lot of these situations arise like things where it's like someone's being a weirdo doesn't really matter that much because you're not going to be around them for much longer like it's not like it, like if your coworker is being horrible that's especially terrible because you just have to be around them all the time but if it's a customer, it's like they're going to be there for 10 minutes and then leave. So, If you're lucky. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing. Sticking around a store for too long. Right? Like hanging out at a store is kind of a weird thing to do. And it happens. It happens. Like, someone will just come in and they'll be there for like half an hour just like looking at stuff. And I'm like, so you just had like hang out at the store on your list of things to do today, basically? <laughs> it's like a record store. Where, like, you know, hanging out at the record store is one thing. But even that's kind of weird, right? Like, you have to imagine people hanging out at the record store are not people who you want to Even are they talking with. to you? Yeah, yeah. And that's actually, it's actually, like, it's almost worse when I have to talk to them for, like, an extended period of time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, that I meant that that's worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If they're just, like, there, it's fine. I don't think it's wrong to do it in a big store. Like a department store? I spent like an hour at REI the other day. Yeah, because it's like... Cause I was trying to figure yeah. out what to buy. It's almost the s- small things that are... Small stores that are where it becomes like a weird burden. And like, mostly nobody bothered me. Right. Other than probably to, to be helpful. Like to ask if you need anything. That's fine. And like, 
like the little things like you know um, did you want to mention our guest also oh yeah i'm sorry we do have, we have a, we have a guest uh, appearing later not guest apalooza no not one of the guests in the chat not one of the guests who are not in the chat we have a special guest later in the show um he is still outside there it's kind of hard to explain he's he's getting they have He's a guest who needs a certain amount of accommodation. We, uh, they're getting his equipment ready. He'll be here. I don't know, probably soonish. I'm not sure when. I've not, I've not met him before. You've talked to him. Yes. Um. So I mean, you know, I'm trusting you on this one. I hope he's cool. But yeah, he should be here later. Be more excited than Tim sounds about this. I'm wary, just because I don't know him. And oh, just because you didn't get yeah. to have a hand in it. Well, I'm not. Just you know, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Wary is the wrong word. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Not nervous. All I'm saying is that he's been very popular in the okay. past, okay. and you right. can book the guest next time. It's fine. Fair enough. Yeah. He'll be here later. We had to knock down a couple walls to fit him in the studio, but that's, you know, it's fine. I, I didn't run it by the landlord, but I figured as long as they put the walls back before the lease is up, it'll be okay. That's usually how that works, right? Yeah, man, it's yours now. Yeah. The old, the old apartment rule of you break it, you buy it. So now this is my apartment because I broke it. And I was, you know, there's uh, like little things. What was the one we were talking about before the show? I'm just going to steal some more of these from like that Dear Prudence column on Slate, which I don't even really like, but. I'll take her. Not ethically problematic, apparently. Nope. I don't care. I don't care even a little bit. I'll take anything from Slate. I would straight up... I'm not going to, like, plagiarize them. Because why would I want to? Boring. Right? That's right, Slate. Taking you down. What is this one that made me f super furious? I can't find it. Ugh. Yeah, here it is. Let me read this dumb question. I have an honesty problem. No, I'm not a compulsive liar or cheat, but there is one thing I really enjoy answering honestly. To reference a Slate article from the summer by L.V. Anderson, I go to school in Boston. This person is, is currently a Harvard, a Harvard uh, student and will not say where he or she goes to, to college. My problem with this actually is not not wanting to say where you go to, went to school, but the fact that you feel the need to write to an advice columnist right. about it. Because I also don't tell people that I went to Stanford. Yeah. Which you should feel perfectly free to, to, to say it. It's fine. I tell people that I went to school in the Bay Area because it frankly does not matter to me, That's and people make a big damn deal a out of it. similar problem, then. So you can sympathize. Well, saying. no, I. it's an easy solution, yeah. which is I say it if nobody is interested in where specifically we move on. Right. 
And if they want to know, I tell them. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it seems like a weird, it, that Number is. Number of times, like, obviously I have been thoughtful about this, but I don't fret about it, which obviously this person is doing. Yeah. And they can't develop the ethical spine to, like, make a decision. Her, her actual question is phrased uh, thusly. How do I tell people where I study honestly, but with humility? Yeah, see, that's... It's <laughs> terrible, right? <laughs> like, that's the stupidest thing so I've ever stupid. heard. <sighs> like, it's it's not... It's literally it's not... A, it, there is no problem there, other than that this person wants to brag about how they go to Harvard. But right. they have at least enough sense to know that they should be embarrassed. It's just like... Uh, like it's fine to just have a sense of humor about it too like you can like i go to harvard or something you know like you can kind of do it like in a in a slightly goofy way and it would be fine like i don't I, 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 I told someone today when they were like oh you went to stanford i said yeah but i wasn't in a prestige program what does that mean prestige program like what the school's known for. Oh. Creating capitalist monsters. Do they actually have a capitalist monsters degree? Capitalism, capitalist monstrosity degree. You realize that nobody who goes to school there, like, is serious about life, right? Really? Like, they're not, like, actual uh, captains of industry and whatnot? That place was a joke when I was uh. there. I'm just kidding. Don't sue me. Yeah, that kind of could you imagine if Stanford sued an alumnus for bad-mouthing them? Apparently the most selective school in the country. Obviously, everybody who goes there is super serious. Is that the most selective one? More than Princeton? That's what I was told today by somebody who just got out of college, so I'm more likely to trust him than somebody who hasn't been in college for, like, what, six years? I wasn't... Myself. Oh, okay. I'd have no idea. I thought you were... <laughs> getting mad at me I'm like I didn't say anything <laughs> it's entirely possible I see that's the thing is, if, if, I feel like in the Midwest at least like saying you went to school at Harvard would have more sort of like ooh cachet than Stanford but maybe I'm wrong about that that is not relevant to the question of which is technically actually the most selective school in the country but it's relevant to the question we're talking about that's why I bring it up. I don't know if compare like. I don't really care this much. We don't have to keep talking about that. It's fine. I just don't know why that's important. Like, it doesn't... probably, probably because like people from Harvard are known to have no sense of humor. I also just brought it up because it's it's sort of interesting. That's the only reason I brought it up. It wasn't like a a dig. No, I mean like it may be specifically. Yeah, it's what I'm saying. I think it's like a weird. It's a weird, like, like I don't even. I even feel like with Yale, it wouldn't be a, as much of a thing. Like Yale or Princeton, it's like specifically Harvard, for some reason. Presumably because those people have something to be ashamed of. Yeah, deep down they know. Seriously, what is up with all of these guests? It's a lot of guests. It's, I think it's, it's rigged. Here's here's what uh, I don't I don't want to make. Uh, Callie self-conscious, but here is who's listening to the show right now. It's Callie and like eight it's guests. It's Callie and, and eight guests. Hi, it's Callie. Just, it's a legion of guests. 
hey Callie thanks thanks for listening uh, feel free to call in I should say I threatened on Twitter before that if no one calls in I'm gonna play a bunch of uh, rinky dink kinks music hall songs uh, and I'm going to do it if no one calls in by like 10 and in order to call in at us on actually, Skype yeah. at low level rage I guess in fairness I didn't actually tell them how to do that so yeah do what Lauren said go on your go, on your, go into your Skype uh, type in low level rage low level rage all one word at us call us talk to us you can whatever you want really preferably the topic if you talk about Gamergate we're going to hang up on you because I, I, I don't want to talk about it I guess other than like so you do want to talk no, about it no I was going to say just you know just, just, just knock it off gamers knock it off that's all I'm going to say about Gamergate gamers knock it off hot takes stick to what you're, you're best at guys playing video games and I'm not making fun of that I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone lately, which is excellent. It's an excellent fake card game where you can pay money for fake cards. It's really weird. Like, you can pay $50. There's a thing where you can pay $50 for, like, 10 packs of fake cards. It's insane. Like, that's, like, that must be for... It's a lot of money. For, like, 13-year-olds, right? That's something a 13-year-old spends $50 on. I told you, man, we're too old to understand this. Yeah. I want a real card. I want, like, a card that I can hold and look at and ruin. And pay, like, pay $5 for a pack of digital baseball cards. You kidding me? It's the future. Ugh. Well, if that's the future, I say no thanks. I'll take the past. It's how you know you're getting old. Yeah. It's kind of, I kind of regret saying that now, actually. You should. It's not too late to go back. Um, it might be too late. It just might be. Yeah, here's the thing. You know what I say is actually uh, maybe kind of unethical? Writing to a advice columnist with a stupid question that you know the answer to. I don't think that's unethical. It's just, yeah, well. It's just stupid. It's weird and self-involved is what it is. That's like it, it ate everyone. Yeah. Here's what you say. If someone asks where you... You know what's also stupid? Answering that yeah. question. If someone asks you that question uh, and you go to Harvard, they go, like, where, where do you go to school? And you go to Harvard, you should go, I attend Harvard. That should be your response. Just really play it up, you know? Also, who is asking this person these questions? If they're currently in college, like, this is what's stupid what about I this. I don't get. Yeah. You're, you're currently attending that school. You know what I mean? Like, go, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. You're probably still in Boston. Where are you answering this question? If so, if you're currently in school, also people will care where you are. Just tell them where you are. I was in school so long ago that nobody cares at right. all. I also like I like imagining that everyone attending Harvard 
is like simultaneously like they're all ashamed and just avoiding eye contact <laughs> like they're walking around like trying to look at each other unfortunately i can tell you that's not the case no, no it's not i'm sure i'm sure they're all really excited to be very important they're very judgmental actually really yeah. sounds like a really fun place in my experience yeah of walking around the harvard campus very joyless place also don't be a college student writing to a, an advice columnist yeah, what do you do? who that's another that's a really good question unless you're writing like Dan Savage that's fine right like or maybe someone with better politics but whatever whatever I mean I, I somebody who yeah I get the point that like with Somebody who writes about things that maybe are sort of relevant to you as a yeah. young person. It was not actually an endorsement of Dan Savage. It just meant like, you know, yeah, you should, you, if you have uh, like sex problems and stuff, sure. Write to a, write to, write to a sex columnist. But yeah, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a 20 year old Harvard student and I'm, I'm, I'm weirded out when people ask me where I go to school for some strange reason. Let me write to a like, 50 something oh, advice you know columnist who on is Slate. the most joyless person in the world it's this person oh the the person who 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 yes who's yeah. like a 50 year old in a 20 year old's body god there's gotta be so many of them at at, 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 at Harvard it's terrible who knows this person has built their identity around the fact that they are the one person they know who's embarrassed about going to Harvard right well also Imagine if that's the biggest problem in your life. Like, because that's essentially, if you write to an advice columnist, presumably... It's the thing that you're worried about. Right. Oh, I just don't want people to ask me where I go to school, because they'll think I'm a fancy lad. I should have gone to a crappier school. <laughs> that's what the columnist should say. Yeah. Should, this is... I should write an advice column. Just quit Harvard. Transfer, transfer to uh, Brown. Transfer to a community college. Yeah. You would probably learn more there. That's probably true. A lot of lot of lot of great inflation don't go at to the Harvard, Brown, right? Though. I don't know. I don't really know between them. I didn't apply to any of those schools. I applied to three. Get schools. Get on the drugs if you go to Brown. Three I hear. schools. I only applied to one school. Oh, did you know you were getting in before the other applications were due? Yes. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I wasn't recklessly gambling on my education. No, I figured not. I didn't really want to go to college. In retrospect, other than the people that I met at school, um, it was kind of a... Wasn't college a waste of time? Yeah. I didn't do very well. Big, fat waste of time. I, it's basically a holding tank until you like your brain develops enough for you to be an adult. I got so anxious about the dumb things that other students would say during class and like during uh, discussions, I just didn't want to go. Like just having to listen to other 20 year olds talk. Like it made you angry? Yeah. Or... And like anxious and angry. Cause it was just like, I had, I had trouble sitting through it and not that like they were stupid. It was just that every 20 year old is stupid. Like all of them, there's like five in the world that aren't stupid. Or at least are bad at like speaking spontaneously on a subject extemporaneously if you will extemporizing even right 
Is that a verb? It is. Or would that be a gerund? Is that a gerund? To extemporize. That's the infinitive. Huh? Right? You did it. I know what you from grammar. You listened in not college, but <laughs> earlier. The only reason I remember what a gerund is, even a little bit, is because I thought it was a really funny word when I was like 14. It is. Like, it, ger- is it remains a funny word. It's a word. funny word. Oh, which I, brings me to uh, a new segment on the program. What is it? Low Level Rage's Funny Name of the Week. What's the funny name of the week, Oh, Tim? just wait. I have to explain the bit first. So on Low Level Rage's Funny it's Name of the Week. It's not just a funny no, name. No, no, no. We, 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 uh, we select a funny name from the world of sports, uh, film, music, the phone book. And then we uh, present it to you, the audience, and explain why it's funny. Because nothing is funnier than explaining why something is funny. So today's low-level rage, funny name of the week, Imogen Poots. That's Why is it funny? Imogen Poots. I'm glad you asked, Lauren. Uh, Imogen Poots is funny because Poots kind of sounds like poop. And that has been low-level rage's funny name of the week, Imogen Poots. I'm not sure if we're doing that every week, but, you know, we probably will. You get that one out of the phone book? No, that's a famous actress. Semi-famous. Probably unlisted, then. It might be... uh, Between for next week, I'm thinking it might be uh, O.J. Mayo. That's a pretty funny name. But I've already said it now, so... Why did you just do that? Yeah, that's a good point. It's ruined. It's not going to be O.J. Mayo, then. Which is funny. Bye. Maybe that could be the... the that's like the uh, the, run, the runner-up this week. O.J. Mayo. Which is funny because orange juice and mayonnaise would not taste good together. Do you know this? Pretty sure. I mean, I don't really have to try it to, to know that... Orange juice and mayonnaise would be gross together. Right? Maybe. We have uh, Dear Callie, get well soon. Yeah, hey Callie. Callie's sick. Callie is our our most faithful listener and caller, maybe. One of our most faithful faithful callers, at least. Um She's feeling sick this week. Get better. Sickness is lame. Yeah, I was I, I I didn't want to say that Emma has called more, but she has called more. Emma is probably the the uh, top caller, top on the leaderboard. Yeah, but she's not listening this week, and you are. So stop being sick. Basically, is what I'm saying. Not that sounded like a command. Wow, like that. Get better soon. There we go. <laughs> We, I think we got it right the first time. Yeah. I talked myself into making that mean somehow. Uh, there are... We're, we're at T minus six minutes until I'll be playing multiple annoying kinks music hall songs if nobody calls in on Skype at username low level rage and talks to us about... Anything. Anything. Anything at this point, really, is fine. It's too bad. I feel like I just woke up. Oh, well, in that case, I'm going to go get some water. I'll be right back. I'm just kidding. So, Tim doesn't actually want to talk to me. That's not true. 
Apparently none of you do either. Oh, come on. I mean, I agree, but I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the uh, guest will liven things up whenever he gets here. This is a logistical nightmare, but that's fine. Presumably it'll be worth it. Sorry? No, it's fine. I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at you, I'm just mad at the situation. You're always so mad. I'm not always so mad. Come on. I'm often mad, that's true. In fairness, the show is called low level rage. So It's more like medium level rage. No. Doesn't sound as good. Right. Oh, uh, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks for uh, beating the Minnesota Timberwolves in a preseason game that does not matter. Matters to somebody. Matters to me, kind of. Final score. And probably all their moms. Milwaukee Bucks, 105. Minnesota Timberwolves, 98. Apparently, OJ may have played well tonight. That's been your low-level news sports update, I guess. Just one NBA Good. preseason I feel like game. I said that low-level news needed to be compressed. That was perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. It's a good point. Uh, I believe I believe it's Paul uh, in the chat. If I've got that wrong. I apologize. But uh, Badger Moonen. Is it Paul? I'm sorry. I think it's Paul. Could have just... Just said Badger Moonen. Yeah, I know. Uh, brings up that we are a little more ragey on Friday than we have been on Tuesdays. And it's probably because it's the end of the work week. And we're yeah, man, I got to work all week. It is Paul. I was right. Ha! What if that was a secret, though? No, I mean, he's. It's. I think it, I think it says it in his Twitter thing. We're both, we're both, yeah, it's like at the end of the week, it's a little, it's, it's, uh, you gotta kind of like, you got like more, uh, like, uh, grief built up, right? Aggression. Aggression, grief. Oh, whatever. Grief? Grief makes it sound so I serious. was thinking like aggrievement. Like, you're, I'm more aggrieved I'm more at the aggrieved. end of, at the end of, 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 of a week. I didn't know what the, what the actual, like, noun form of that would be. It's a good question. Right? Aggrievement. Aggrievement. More, more aggrievement. Um. Yeah, which is I think good or bad because I'm just like I'm not actually mad at anyone in particular right now. I'm just eh, like a little peevish, T a little touchy, as I've been saying all the time for the last. You few have years. to say it once every show. I say touchy a lot. It's a really fun word though. It just it's a good word. It tastes good. You know, if you hear him say the word touchy, you have to drink. You can, yeah. You have to but only the, the first time, right. not like if he says it eight times. Because otherwise, I will just keep saying it. It's a great word. It's like it's not quite touchy, but it's it's like it's like angrier than touchy, right? Or something. Like something yeah, it's kind of just how it sounds. Yeah, touchy. Like you're just touchy. Like just leave me alone, leave me alone right? I'm feeling touchy. You got me saying touchy a bunch. You, it's not your fault that I'm saying it a bunch. I didn't do anything. I, I mean, that was more like a that was like the 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 the, the general you, not like none not, of us did you. anything. 
<laughs> you just wanted to say it. Yeah. It's like when I got uh, stuck saying spackle a bunch that one time. When we were spackling. That's another great word. See, you just bring them up. Spackle? You just ah, wanted to say that. It's a fantastic too. word. It just it's 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 weird. It's not onomatopoeia, but it kind of sounds like what it is, right? Spackle. It's that real short a and the hard consonants. Now you got a hole in the wall to set. Put some spackle on that. It's, yeah, it's great. It's fun to use. You get to use that little. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, the thing that you use to spread the spackle. That like metal. That metal flat metal the thing. The spreader. The spreader. Yeah. That thing's great. I don't like cleaning off the spreader. That part's not so good. I like applying the spackle. I like smoothing smoothing the spackle. Um, I like sanding down the spackle. I don't like cleaning the spreader. Ah, Paul has informed us it's called a trowel. It's not a trowel. It's not a trowel. Okay. Never mind. It's still called a spreader. Trowels aren't flat. No. Putty knife. It's like a putty knife. It's, a it's the same shape as a putty knife. Spackler. But it doesn't have an edge. Spackler. I don't like spackler. That's not good. It's literally identical to the things that we used to use to spread cream cheese on bagels at my old work. Oh. oh is that like a more... Hence, efi- spreader. A more efficient way to spread cream cheese. But like not the knife. type of spreader that spreads things open. Is there Different a... Different tool. In, in the, the cream cheese spreader, is there like a little part missing in the middle for the hole in the bagel? No. Like, is it like a two-pronged, so you can get just the, the bagel part and not the hole? No. No. That's my new It idea. looks like the thing you spackle with. <laughs> that would also be a dumb invention. That's great. You know, you hold it in your hand and you turn the bagel in your hand as you spread. Mm-hmm. The hole doesn't come into it at all. Oh, it's not the size of the bagel. It's not like the no. same. The width is it's not the diameter. It's the size diameter. of a spackling the, the width is not the diameter of a bagel. No. So you, you put the cream cheese on the spreader, and then you kind of, like, spin the bagel like a record. Like, the the, the spreader is like it's the like, needle. It's, like, literally the same motion that you use to put cream cheese on a bagel with a knife. It's just that it has more surface area. What, what if you had a thing where you could put the bagel on it, and it would spin automatically? Would that make it easier, or would that... Uh... No. Okay. Because you actually need to apply a fair amount of force to get oh, cream cheese yeah. to spread. So then it would probably, like, if you used a machine, it would deform the bagel. So really, none of my invention suggestions are, are very good, is what you're saying. Well, way to blow that one the, up. The spreader with... I think you need to not go into the bagel business. Well, I don't really want to, so that works out why, fine. Uh, so it is 10 o'clock. We're going to take a music break. Uh, we're going to play some some of no one's favorites, favorite King songs. <laughs> As punishment? I don't know why I'm doing this. Punishing me. Basically punishing Lauren. What's new, right? (laughs) Well, it was nice, guys. I'm never coming back. (laughs) That's the worst laugh. I found it. (laughs) You do that all the time. Do I do that a lot? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. I just apparently just hate myself. you're very proud of having (laughs) done something (laughs) awful. No, don't get me wrong. It's awful on purpose. <laughs> it's not how you just laugh, because that would be super weird. Oh, just made myself up, upset. That. All right, we're going to play some music. We'll be back in a bit. 
special guest coming up, I think. I haven't heard. We got to go outside and find out. Hide nor hair of him. Is that right? Is that how that is? Hide nor hair. I think you see neither hide nor hair. You see neither hide nor hair. of. I've seen neither hide nor hair of our guest. Well, we'll go sort that out. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in a bit. See you soon. got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Pray for death. Okay, we're back. On low-level rage. I am Tim. I'm Lauren. I'm still Tim. And always shall I be Tim? Maybe. What did we hear, still, Tim? That implied that I was going to live forever, kind of, which... No thanks. Um, we heard four songs by the Kinks. I was earlier on, on Twitter kind of half complaining, half joking about uh, the Kinks. Uh, as I called them on the Twitter, rinky-dink musical things for grandmas and whatnot. Like, stuff that even your grandma would find boring. Um, it's not entirely fair. And I actually like a couple of those songs that we just played, but not their best. Not their best material. Not their A material. Um, we heard The Kinks with The Money Go Round from... Oh, God, the name of that album is so long. Lola versus The Pow- Power Man and The... I should look it up. That's going to drive me nuts. Lola, okay, it's from the album. No, uh, I don't want some stupid movie. Bear, bear with me on this. I got this. I just, just give me a second. Lola versus Mo- Power Man and the Money Go Round Part One. It's a ridiculous name for an album. Ugh. Right? It's terrible. It's a great album. Not a good name. So that's the Money Go Round. And before that, Denmark Street, also from. Lola versus the Power Man and the Money Go Round Part 1. There never was a Part 2. Probably for the best. Yeah. Both the Davis brothers are alive, though, so... It could happen any day. Fingers crossed. Prior to that... The Kinks with She's Bought a Hat Like Princess Marina... From Arthur, or the Decline and Fall of the British Empire, I think is the name. They have a lot of really unwieldy album names. Um, Which I think that was meant to be like a soundtrack for a film of the same name that ever happened. So I guess that's justified. 
and starting off that uh, annoying music set, The Kinks, with All of My Friends Were There, the mono version from The Kinks Are the Village Green Preservation Society, another pretty unwieldy album name. It's almost like they were doing it on purpose. I think it might have been a bit of a troll. That was that was a prior to the concept of trolling as we know it now, but not the the, 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 the people still did First it. First one to two weeks ago, it was trolling avant la lettre. What was it called? <laughs> that was a callback right there. What was that? How do you pronounce that again? Is that French? I don't know. I heard it at a school. Uh, I, I, Avec la lette, is that it? Avant. Avant? Okay. What's a, what does avec mean? With. With. Avant. Avant. Avant la lette. Right? Yeah, don't like lean so hard on the T. Avant la lette. Like that? Avant Close la lette. Avant la lette. All right, good. I learned things. I feel like we're very quiet. Are we quiet? I think we're really, really quiet. I haven't done. We haven't done the show in like two weeks, so I feel like I've, I've maybe mixing this not ideally. What do you think? I'll just keep talking. I'm gonna keep talking. Lauren's gonna do some checking of the levels. Um, just gonna, just gonna, you know, fill some space here. Say a few words. Um, you know. I actually thought the bed music was kind of quiet. Really? Or not quiet, but I didn't feel like saying anything. You think it's okay, though? I don't know what you're basing your... I don't know. I just... uh, Looking at the levels here, it looks a little quiet. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. Um, You can always turn it up. It'll make it hummier. Forget I ever mentioned it. I thought it sounded okay. Let me see. Oh, am I going to do this? I'm going to go into the next bed music. It's going to be seamless. It's going to sound professional. And there it is. Nailed it. So yeah, you were saying uh, when well, we were we were talking about this when the music was playing in the break during the break because we talk when the music's playing. We like you know we kind of like uh, it's like a huddle. Sometimes we huddle up. Uh, we sort of uh, we say like, we we go over the game plan. I don't like this sports metaphor that I'm doing right now. I'm I'm, I'm gonna scuttle that one as well. Um, a lot of boats on the bottom of the lake tonight. Yeah. What does that mean? I like that though. Is that a is that a scuttling is a naval Oh interesting. What's what is metaphor. Does, what does scuttlebutt mean then? That's different. Not related. I don't know what the term actually literally means, but <laughs> scuttlebutt. You know that it means like the skinny. The skinny. The lowdown. Oh. So I'm using scuttle wrong. No, saying. scuttlebutt is totally different. Oh, scuttlebutt is the lowdown. Yes. Okay. Or like the going thinking. Gotcha. Scuttling is to put something on the bottom of the ocean on purpose. So I was using that right. Good. I didn't say you weren't. No, I'm just surprised at myself because I usually... Uh, I'm like, uh, not the king of malapropisms because that would be any given John Worcester character. 
Uh, but I'm like the, I don't know, the knave of... The page. The, I'm going to say the knave, the knave of malapropisms. The page of malapropisms. Yeah, the squire. Has the, a nice squ- ring. the squire of malapropisms. Yeah, page is good. Squire is, is actually a, a title, right? Like, it's like a... You can be a page, too, but you're pretty low on the totem pole. Squire, you're usually landed, correct? Is that how that works? It depends on what context we're speaking in. We're thumping downstairs. What are they doing? I don't... If you squire for someone, for instance, say a, a connect, a right. knight, right. you oh, don't yeah. have land. You're That's just like right. a child. You're Well, you're an adolescent. But if you're like a court squire, then you have... Land, but if you right? were a squire, like in the British landowning context, then you have land. Oh, hey, I should say, it uh, looks like our guest is almost ready to join us. Um, let me see. Here. Minor this is, kerfuffle. It's, sorry, it's, it's very complicated. It's, uh, oh, okay, sorry, hold on. Uh, there's a problem. Yep, all right. Sorry, there's a bit of a problem with his... Uh, uh, wetting, wetting m- m- machine, I guess. It's like a, it's like a, a, a sort of vest. He's wearing that wet, wet, like, wetens him, I guess. I don't like that. Uh, close enough. Okay, yeah, it's. Hold on, sorry, me delayed a little bit. Okay, there's a fair amount of squelching happening. It, it's going to be a little bit longer. Uh, We'll figure this out. He should be with us soon. Apologies. In the meantime... Yeah. It's really stressful. I don't know... It'll be fine. I know. I don't know why you're so worked up. Trying to fit a giant sea creature into my apartment is not... There's not even that much water on the floor. I know. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, so we were saying during the break. Um, a sort of lesser known retail issue is like customer versus customer interactions or customer slash customer interactions, right? Oh, no, I'm talking full on versus like I go to the store and like mm. you are my enemy. Oh, like you're that's your that's your basic position is that other customers are. are yes. Oh, interesting. Are the problem. Oh, see, I thought you... I'm talking about, like, ethical situations or, like, etiquette situations or, like, whatever, where someone's, like, being a weird jerk to you. Mm. Like, some dude cut in front of me at the deli counter the other day, and I got really mad. You don't do that. But then it was because he was confused, because there was a fair amount of confusion surrounding what number was being involved, because they weren't calling them properly. Is this the deli counter that I'm used to going to, or is it the other one? Okay. And so then at some point he figured out that he had cut in front of me and then he apologized. And so then I felt not bad, but I felt good that I hadn't like super glared at him, just kind of glared at him. Because like, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I my my actual I've come to realize having worked retail for something like five or six years total i think now not in a, not like consecutive but in, in in total um i don't like that i just said in total is that even a thing mm-hmm. did i just say that weird for no reason at all yeah 
Okay. That's fine. I kind of liked how it sounded, but I also... It's fine. Yeah. Moving on. Um, like, you realize that a lot of times when customers are uh, to drop one of our one or two swear words per show, a shitty... It's... Never say that that way again, please. You, you, you didn't like a shitty. <laughs> when a customer is a shitty, um, it's often just because they are confused or, like, overwhelmed and are compensating badly. Doesn't make it okay. No, but I'm just saying, like, it's it, it's it's worth knowing, right? Worth bearing in mind that they're not out to get you specifically. Right. And also that you're probably smarter than them. I'm really annoyed with my... I have a finger splint on because I sprained my pinky a few months ago. It's really annoying. I'm taking it off. Thank God. You hear the unraveling of the, of the splint. That's, I'm sure, really appealing radio. Oh, it just feels so much better. I can breathe. Whew! But yeah, so like as a as a dude who is uh, the as the representative of the retailer, its agent, to put it in legal terms, like it's it's helpful to know that because you can kind of be like, oh, this guy's being a weird jerk. Maybe he just needs something explained to him. Maybe he needs like the right question to be asked. It doesn't, like, make it okay to be a weird jerk just because you're confused and or overwhelmed or, uh, you know, whatever. But it's, like, it's, 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 worth, it's worth knowing and it's helpful information is what I would say. Right? Right, Lauren? Right? Sure. But, yeah, like, that, like the deli guy, he was just confused. He didn't know what was going on. He just, uh, he's in, he was in over his head. At the deli, which is kind of sad. No, it's because the deli workers were just oh, they not using right. the numbering yeah. system. That's, yeah. Okay, never mind. That's... This I... also has nothing to do with the retailer. Because right. they were the problem, actually. Yeah, this time they were. That's that's silly. The number system works great. It's a great system. So use it. Yeah, you show up, you take your number. Don't use it. Start using it halfway through. Well, and I was telling you, uh, last time I went to the deli at... Um, the only grocery store in Logan Square. You can fill in the blanks. Not the only one, but it's the only you one. You probably can't. None of you live here. Right. Anyway, the place that Tim goes all right. the time. It's a man's name. The store is a man's name. <laughs> anyway. A man's name, Finer Foods. Uh, I took my number for the deli, and I went to, like, grab some other stuff. Because you will... Because like standing waiting for your number to be called is kind of infuriating if you're a horribly impatient person like me. So I took the number and I went to go pick up some barbecue sauce, tater tots, can of beans, you know, the garbage food that I eat. Um, and came back and like my number, it was like, it was like a one number had elapsed in the meantime. So I was like, yeah, at least I got some stuff done in, in, rather than just standing and getting anxious. Uh, and then, like, I, they call my number finally. And then I start ordering. 
And like uh, like twenty seconds later, this, this woman comes over frantic. She's like, "Oh no, I had eighty. I had 80. And she was she had, she had the number before me, which they had called, and no one said anything because she had like done the same thing as me, kind of. She 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 got the number and then went over to the meat, the the meat part, the butcher, if you will, and then did could not hear her number being called, and like looked at me like she 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 looked at me kind of expectantly like I should have let her go in front of me like that kind of like like she wasn't asking what she was kind of asking you know what I mean and I just did not meet her gaze I completely looked away like I'm nope I'm ordering now I'm getting my food you you gambled and then you lost the bet they let her go after me which is fine but point being Follow the system. When the system's obvious, follow it. If you're going to, like, try to bend it, then you got to know there's a risk involved. you got to accept that risk. So don't cut in line. Uh, and don't, don't like, don't ask for favors from strangers like that also, I think, is the other thing. It's, just, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, worst comes to worst, you just grab another number. It's fine. I was in a hurry too. I'm not normally in a hurry. I was actually in a hurry that day. I had a, I was trying to shop before work, and so I just was having none of that, none of it, none of it. Right, Lauren. I feel like people should also be more mindful of their personal spaces in a grocery store. Yeah. I have a lot of grocery store etiquette beef. Don't slow walk down the aisle and then get mad at me when I walk past you. Oh, that's the worst. Like, people... Who, You're who, in a public place. Who take up the entire aisle with their weird, slow, like... Like, you, when you put your cart, like essentially in the way of everyone else. Oh, yeah, and then you take up the other half of the aisle just standing there. <sighs> It's just, o- just be mindful of yeah. how much space you take up yeah. in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a constant problem. So many people, like, we live in a big. I'm city. like very self conscious about yeah. how much space I take up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I quite fret about this, but this is something that I that I do overthink to the point of like, it's probably because of my anxiety. Well, I would say also like we, th- there's something to be said for like the fact that we live in a big city where the pace is relatively quick, and so not for some of these people, right. But it's it's a, a, like I like walking to work today. There was a family uh, who look at they came from church, so for all I know, they came coming from a funeral or something. I don't know what it was about. Um, was anyone weeping? No, but they didn't look happy. There's a lot of black being worn. I I feel like, but maybe I'm just yeah, whatever. Embellishing, but they were like saunter like sauntering as a group and like as spread out as they could be spread out. And I was trying to get to work. And I was like, I like had to go around them, like it through the grass, which is fine. But they looked at me like I was being a jerk for like walking around them. I'm like you guys are walking really slow in a pack. What do we do? We yell, yell, excuse me. On your left, right? Yeah. <sighs> like it's a city. There's a relatively fast pace to the the sidewalk thing. Just meet the pace or make way. Don't knock over your beer. 
which I almost did, didn't do. Some woman almost hit me with her car pulling out of an alley today. I hate that so much. Ugh. The we, we talked about this in the show, the whole the, the Chicago thing where... She didn't even honk. The honking. She didn't do anything. She just roared into the alley the, cross, like, sidewalk. Like, honking as you peel out of an alleyway is... The, it's just insult to injury, man. Yeah. That is so scary. It doesn't help. I just jump, and then I, and then I hate you. Then you're the person I hate most in the world. It's so scary. For I hate it. We were walking by it the other day when a dude uh, was pulling out of the alleyway. He did not honk because he was too busy fiddling with his seatbelt as he rolled out of the alleyway and almost knocked into us and one other dude, I think. It was a lady. It was a lady? Okay. It was a pretty slow roll, though. <laughs> it was slow, but it, was, it wasn't that slow. It was like, I don't know. It was dumb. He looked so... It was con- definitely, I drive an automatic tr- transmission and my foot is off the yeah. brake roll. He, he looked really confused by his seatbelt. He was very perplexed. Yeah. The woman who almost hit me today just didn't care. She looked me right in the eyes. I almost admire that more in a way. And I slapped the back of her car as I went around it. Yeah. Um. So, oh, yeah. Don't l- almost hit people. I don't want to interrupt. Not, not to interrupt, but it looks like our guest is actually almost ready to join us, I believe. Um. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he's just settling in, looks like. All right. That's fine. Um, so, Hello yeah. Hello and welcome. Yeah. Let me, I've got like a... He gave me like a little introductory thing to read, which is fine. Um, so it's time to introduce our guest. Uh, Craig the Manatee is a manatee slash content producer slash content writer slash content direct do I have to say contact or I'm sorry content every time uh, yeah oh, he's nodding okay uh, content cinematographer content editor entrepreneur knowledge seeker okay I'm just gonna say jack of all trades if that's all right uh, correct uh, nope okay, okay I see it jack of all trades is actually on the list um, all right I'll just, so yeah Great. Um, thanks for that introduction, Tim. Hello, Craig. Welcome. It's great to see you again. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Lauren? I'm doing well, thank it's you. Nice to see you again. Yes. This tank is very accommodating. Good. I'm glad. It, I'm glad that we got it sorted out. Who's this guy? Oh, um. This is Tim. Yeah, I'm I'm Tim. I'm uh, I'm the co-host of the show. Um, nice to meet you, Craig. Uh, not... He wasn't here last time that you and I spoke, Craig, but he he normally is here with me. So th- this show has two hosts, is what you're telling me? Yeah, you got it. Why would you need two hosts for a show? Because I can't always talk to... It's very confusing. ...people like you, Craig. And it's easier to talk to someone else than just to talk by yourself. I'm sorry that you're confused. So who's in charge? 
Um, I, I mean, I would say neither of us are in charge, but both of us. That's what co-hosting. We're is. both in. We're both in charge, right? Is that is that right? Shared responsibility. Yeah. Anyway, why are you talking so much? Why don't you play some more music? Well, we, we played music earlier. We actually played a fair amount of music tonight, I would say. And we wanted to yeah. talk to you. This is like the interview segment. Well, you should play more music. Okay. What would you like to hear, Craig? Harry Parch. Who? Sorry, I don't know who that 20th is. 20th century experimental instrument maker and composer, Harry Parch. I don't think I have any Harry Parch in my iTunes library. Uh, I've heard of him. I, I just don't think I have any of that. <laughs> Jesse J. The uh, the English pop star, Jesse J. Yeah. I don't think I have any Harry Parch or Jesse J. Sorry. Um, it's really. Well, that's all I listen to. So I guess we'll have to skip the music then. You check out my church mixes though. It's a, they're really excellent. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe you could it's, send us it's one. It's just Harry Parch and Jesse J. Yeah, Char- I'd love Char- to hear one. Jarch, Jarch mixes. I invented them. That sounds great. Um, you're so creative, Craig. And speaking of your creative endeavors, how are there any updates on your documentary? My documentary? Yes, the one we talked about last time, your documentary on Coral. Oh, you're talking about my documentary, Coral. What is Coral? Yes, precisely. Unfortunately, uh, CWIC has been mothballed. We ran into some legal troubles. Oh, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? Well, I can't talk about it too much, uh, lawyers and whatnot. Oh my. But James Cameron kinda has an iron grip on the whole filming things underwater industry. My people tried to reverse engineer a waterproof camera and suffice it to say I'm not allowed to use any piece of electronic equipment for eleven years. Eleven years? That... Wow, that's... Terrible. It's not really that big of a deal since I'm a manatee and I don't have hands. Can your... Can your people use electronic equipment? I'd rather not get into it, to be honest. It's... Okay. Yeah. Sounds complicated. It's been a real headache, and I have a huge head. That's a little manatee joke. You can laugh at that. That's, I'm delighted. I am delighted to hear this. Hey, Craig, uh, uh, sorry, this is maybe a little bit, uh, um, uh, picayune, if that's the right use of that word. 
I'm always reaching for words that I'm not sure what they mean. I should probably stop doing that. Uh, but can you possibly explain what reverse engineering means for the audience? I don't know if everybody knows that concept. Well, I'm not completely sure, but I, I think it has something to do with time travel. Okay, I, I, that, yeah, maybe. I don't know, Lauren. That sounds right to me. Okay. So I heard you guys talking about something while the technicians were adjusting adjusting my wetting vest. How to uh, be nice to other people or something. Yeah, we were talking about ethics and etiquette and social interaction. Um, basically... Wait, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Lauren. Do you want us to explain ethics or... Oh, he's not... Okay. Um, how, do, how do we explain it? ethics? Like, I... I mean, it's basically a set of rules by which humans or, I guess, sentient creatures think about their interactions with others. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's a lot of debate over how to be good to other people and how to, like, what the right thing to do is. But, yeah, it's like a set of rules that, in theory, should be kind of universal. They should apply to everyone, right? Um, whether you're a, a human or a, a, a manatee um, or a cat yeah no that makes sense does that does that answer your question Craig I'm still confused so who who enforces these rules like, well, that's that's what makes ethics hard to talk about and and hard to to actually act on. It's not, yeah, in your not, real life because nobody's enforcing right. the rules. It's not like a law. In a, in a sense, everybody does, but no one like it's not. Yeah, it's not a law. It's like a, it's something that we all kind of enforce on ourselves and on. Each, it's yeah, right. Maybe we should give an would an example help. Yes. All right. Well. Okay. Um, Okay, okay, yeah. so let's say that you have a friend whose grandmother just passed away, and he's really upset. Was she really old? Um, yeah, she was, she was pretty old. How old? Um, that's not super important. It's important to me how old. 95. And that's old for a human. Yeah. Hmm. Give me a second. What was her name? Doris? Uh, Susie? Doris is better. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... Which of my friends are we talking about here? Uh, Jaden the Eel? Steve-O? You're friends with Steve-O? Let's say Steve-O. We should talk about that more, maybe. But... And Steve-O's grandma died of natural causes? Yeah, yes. Well, that's not very surprising. 
Well, yes, I see. I see where you're going with this, but your friend Steve O is still upset because it's his grandmother, and he loved her, and he comes to you and he's crying, and you should ethics generally says you should be nice to him and try to make him feel better and offer whatever consolation you can because you're friends and so if something similar and bad happens to you all right he'll be there for you craig sorry you gotta keep it keep it cool man does that make sense but i don't know his grandma so why would i care if she's dead or not well, it's not, it's not about her. Hey, uh, Lauren, let me see if I can help here. Um, all right, Craig, if you pretend to care about Steve-O's dead grandma, he'll be nicer to you. So be nice to people because that will trick them into being nice to you. Yeah, yeah, that's basically right, I think. That, but that's not actually how this is working. It, the whole point of it is not... That you're manipulating people. It's... It kind of is, right? A little bit. Sort of with Craig on this one, I think. Hey, let's take a caller. I want to talk to the people. Um... Line one. You're on the air. No, there's no one. No one's calling, Craig. We don't have a phone board, either. Yeah. Line two, you're on the air. No, no, Craig. It... Um, I we would love to take a call, but no, no one's no one's calling right now. I mean, Craig, do you have any anything new you'd like to talk about? Oh, you're on weighing in with Craig the Manatee and Lauren. What's your name? Where are you from? No, that's not what the show is called, Craig. That's It's called weighing in because I weigh 1,000 pounds, which is normal for a manatee. It's another manatee joke. It's not called weighing in, and you're, you're, you're not the host. <laughs> Rude. All right, well, I think Craig is sulking now. Well, Craig, if you would like to come onto the program as a guest and take some calls some other time, maybe it can be arranged, but you might want to pretend that you care about what Tim thinks so that you can trick him into being nice to you. In the meantime, you can just sit in your tank. Acceptable. Okay. I said it was acceptable. And maybe next time we can talk about your family as well. Alright, well, I think Craig just went underwater, so... Surprisingly... Interview over. Yeah. Surprisingly, uh... Like, that's a lot of water. I don't, well, he weighs a thousand pounds. Fully submerged in that is pretty impressive. We did not get... I, 
I feel like that was a it's bad a big tank. It was a bad. Um, that's a bad introduction. Off on the wrong. Did I flip yeah. <laughs> If he could have heard that, he would have loved it. Craig and I have a rapport. Yeah. yeah. I just. I don't know. You know, sometimes you just don't hit it off with somebody right away, and it's fine. It's fine. He kind of has a rude tude. A little bit. It's funny because he's such. He has a. Very, he has like an almost soothing voice. But it, it, it's not. The personality is is more abrasive than one might think, or expect. Better hope he can't hear you. Well, sound doesn't travel that well through water, does it? I think I'm okay. For now. Well, thank you, Craig. Yeah. That was Craig the Manatee mm-hmm. checking in about not too much in his life. Um, on no, low yeah. level rage. I don't know if, if he fully understood how the show works, to be honest. And maybe next time we can get him in, now that we have this whole tank set up anyway, to yeah. uh, take some calls. Maybe you guys can come up with some manatee-specific questions or Craig-specific questions since he clearly wants to talk to you. Yeah, he um, was enthusiastic about talking to people. It's I just... think that we could get him in to talk to you. Yeah. No one calls. We can't have Craig the Manatee talk so to maybe people. we can put together like a Craig the Manatee special event. Sure. And you know, I don't, I don't make really, him feel like people I don't really, really want, want to. to talk to him. I feel like I probably it, it, I will end up getting made fun of or something but that's we just yeah he did that to me the first time did he okay it's kind of a I don't know is it am I missing something I, I don't know yeah. I mean, you might just butt heads yeah he does have a big head Both so have, watch out that's true that was a pretty funny joke he made about the size of his head Mantis had big heads Does that help them float? Is that what that's for? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. You could ask Craig, but it might be kind of rude. I don't really, yeah. It's the kind of thing where I feel like he can bring it up, but if I bring it up, that's that's not okay. You know what I mean? Like, he can make jokes about weighing a 1,000 pounds, but I, 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 it might be a sore subject. I don't really know. Anyway. All a part of ethical engagement. Right. Thinking about how others will feel. <sighs> it's so hard. Do we have further ethical scenarios in the last 10 minutes of the program to discuss? Let me check with uh, the stupid Dear Prudence thing. Also, what an annoying name your advice column after a Beatles song. Stupid. I only really because some of these are like actually sad and I don't want to look at those yeah you gotta be reading like um what's the one in the paper oh like Abby uh, Dear Abby Dear Abby let me see if I can find it Dear Abby Dear she's old those are always like my mother-in-law is being she's being crazy yeah about Thanksgiving she wants to make she wants to make duck for Thanksgiving and our tradition is turkey. What am I gonna do? Right? 
like the dumbest problems. <laughs> Oh, this is a pretty good one. Dear Abby, I have a serious problem that's consuming my life. Consuming my life. Consuming it. I know people say that you never really get over your first love, but I don't know why. After six years, I still think about my ex on a daily basis. Abby, I am happily married. My husband is the perfect man for me. Understanding, sweet, and patient. My ex, Chad... Oh, you're <laughs> over him. If you're calling him Chad in quotes, cheated on me with other women him. and married the one who effectively ended our relationship. I thought I had moved on, but I just can't seem to stop thinking about him. My ex and I had a strong chemistry, not just a physical one that my husband and I don't. Somehow I wonder if, while my husband is the man of my dreams, Chad was my true soulmate. This doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> Chad was my true soulmate, Chad! I hope Abby cracks the whip. Chad! Oh, Chad! Oh! Can't stop thinking about you, Chad! Chad, come back to me! Jeepers. <laughs> Alright. I don't want to jeopardize my marriage because of a lurking shadow oh, wait, from it goes my past. On. How do I get over this and move on? Desperate for advice in California. Um... Grow, 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 grow the the f up, right? Chad was uh, girl. You just mad because nothing is perfect. First of all, no one has ever seriously said the sentence. Chad was my true soulmate. Correct. Sorry, any listeners of the program named Chad. Blame your parents and consider a name. They gave you a joke name. That's a joke name. That's the name that you pick for a character who uh, wears, like, a frat sweater in an 80s college movie, right? Like, Chad's, like, the head of the, of the, the, uh, the snob frat. This, this woman calling her ex-husband that she claims to be still enamored of Chad is the real ethical problem in this situation. Also... I don't want to jeopardize my marriage because of a lurking shadow from my past. First of all, clearly you do. You do kind of want to jeopardize your marriage. Right? Like, that's... Yeah, like, it is because something is wrong that you are latching onto the nearest, most memorable thing yeah. that was not this that is meaningful to you. I do also really like the, the sentence, or, the, like, the, 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 the use of... I wonder if, while my husband is the man of my dreams, Chad was my true soulmate. Like, so it's soulmate and man of your dreams. I can't even think about. Let's 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 let's, let's, let's how stupid yeah. the inside of your hat head has to look for you to craft that sentence and think that it's fine. Well, like, so man of your dreams. Man, I am mad on Fridays. Let's get real, like, like into this. Like, so man of your dreams would be like somebody, like, if you could like write down a bunch of things. What dude. doesn't? Yeah, and like I don't know. Like what doesn't make sense to me is then the way that she talks about how she doesn't have chemistry with her husband. Yeah. Then how is he the man of your dreams? Right? Maybe that's what she means by soulmate. The man of my dreams is someone who leaves me entirely cold, and who I we don't really get along super <laughs> well. But he's the man of he's my the man dreams. of my dreams. Yeah. I don't really know why I spend time with him. Just... But he's the man of my dreams. Divorce your husband and go. Maybe it's his hairline. They don't mention kids, right? There's no kids mentioned. 
She's not serious. No. Lurking shadow from my past is really it's a fun image. This 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 I was also that dude like Chad doesn't care. No. Chad doesn't think no. about this woman ever. He's not a lurking shadow. He's not even a shadow. No. Nor is he lurking. He's, he's definitely just some dude. He's definitely not the shadow. Maybe he superhero, like is friends with her on Facebook. From was that a radio superhero? The shadow? I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like an old timey radio superhero. Played by was it Pierce Brosnan? Did he play the Shadow? I can't remember. I don't know. In the movie film, this also seems like a fake letter. Like everything about the way it's written. They no, they all sound like this though. Do this they? is what people sound like when they are trying to make their worst nightmares consumable for the public. Oh. I've read my share of advice columns. Oh yeah, they're great. I, I, I get mad at them all the time, but I, I, I do love them. I don't. I don't have an ethical thing to say about this. Here's the next one. Or an etiquette thing. Uh, while I was growing up, my parents taught me and my siblings to always keep a year's salary, pre-taxes, in a savings account that no one ever touches. The problem is my bride and I feel that we're ready to buy a home. My, my bride and I. That's a weird way to put it. Although we don't have. I hate a, this already. Yeah. <laughs> my bride and I feel that we're ready to buy a home, although we don't have enough in our, in our joint savings to make a down payment. She feels I should use my savings to make the down payment. I don't feel right about it because this savings technique has saved me twice in my life. Once when I was a child, my parents lost their jobs, and again when I lost my job in the recession. I'm a little bit annoyed that he didn't capitalize the recession. It's fine. Moving on. Am I selfish for wanting to keep my savings off limits? Her response is really irritating. No, but you need to point out the fact that this guy sends his letter Mr. Savings. <laughs> it's true, he did sign it Mr. Savings. That's my real beef with the situation. <laughs> I'm calling the cops on him. It's the creepiest thing ever. Somehow. Mr. Savings and his bride. The problem is my bride and I. Ugh, my bride and I? That's the worst, right? Oh, what, and she's on board? Yeah, no, she agrees with them. She says, Dear Mr. Savings, wah, wah. no, I happen to agree with your fiscally conservative philosophy. Maybe you make it, like, weirdly political? Doesn't that sound, like, sort of political there? Yeah. Like, no, not spending money isn't a fisc- isn't fiscal cons- being a fiscal conservative. No, it's just not spending money. Right. It's not like, yeah. It's you know, explicitly pragmatic, which fiscal conservatism is not, not at all. because it is. Yeah. You know who is really good at not spending money? Ronald Reagan. He was so good at, at he, he just, he just, it's weird how we literally spent zero money. Like the, the, the federal budget under Ronald Reagan was zero. I don't know how the country survived. But it was good. It was good for us. It was just we, we just all had to you know tighten our belts, um, get used to there being no military. All right, we have two minutes left in the program. <laughs> I have this to say about this ethical situation. You got to live your life, man. Just get the house, right? Like, just buy the house. You can't just live in fear like that your entire life 
as they say, you only have one life to live. And I don't want to live forever. Especially when you're I just want to live long and restless. No, yeah, guys, get the house. Like, you've got the money for it. It's a house. It's not like you're spending... It's not like you're putting a down payment on a jet ski. Here's my other advice. Girl, you got to get out of there. Oh, he sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Time Savings. to go. Mr. You, Savings <laughs> is not the man of your dreams, nor dro- your soulmate. Drop Mr. Savings off at the nearest bank. They'll take good care of him. <laughs> Put him in the vault. Swing the door shut. Throw away the key. I'm saying murder Mr. Savings wow, in a say, bank. And on a distinctly <laughs> unethical note, this has been a low-level rage. <sighs> Tune in next week for more yeah. murderous machinations. More, more of me threatening to entomb someone in a bank. It's very Poe. It is the spookiest month of the Ooh. year. Maybe we'll do a Halloween theme. Now, if it was Poe, it would be like you hide from the disease in the, in the bank. No, tomb. he has a story about entombing someone alive. Does he really? Yes, the cask oh. of Amontillado. Yeah. It is the greatest of his what's, tales. What's the one with the where, where all the rich people like gathered out to hide? The from? Mask of the Red Death. That's a good one. He has a lot of masks. It's pretty good. I like that one. That's great. That was one of my faves. That was like a real like uh, like fuck rich people uh, story. Yeah. Because you know what? Get him. Can I? The last thing that we say before when we end the show, and, and oh you, man, my outro was so good, I'm and sorry. now it's like we're like a minute and a half over. You, you can agree to this or not. You can if, interrupt it or or redo it if you don't like it. But I, I kind of want to end the show this way. Fuck rich people. Yeah, get him. All right, bye guys. <laughs>